Welcome to Women in Venture Capital. I'm Roshvina, a student at Harvard Business School with prior experience in finance and more recently venture capital in Africa. And I'm Anvita, Harvard Business School class of 22. I've actively worked in VC and tech startup space. Our mission at Women in Venture Capital is simple. Increase the representation of women in the VC industry through awareness and engagement. So join us as we engage with women establishing their presence in VC. Our guest today is Connie Chian. Connie is a vice president at Forgepoint Capital, a multi-stage venture capital firm investing in entrepreneurs in cybersecurity and infrastructure software. Prior to Forgepoint, Connie worked on the finance and strategy team at Square. She started her career in equity research covering technology companies first at Bard and then at Goldman Sachs. She holds an MBA from Wharton and a bachelor's in economics and management from Cornell. Thank you so much for joining us today Connie. It's a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much for having me. Jumping right into our discussion, could you talk a little bit about your career journey and the decision to pursue VC? Especially curious about the impact that tech coverage equity research that led the decisions that you took. Yeah, so equity research ended up being a great training ground for VC, uh, although that wasn't really intentional for me when I started there. Uh, but there are a couple of key similarities between the industries. So one big similarity is just having that sector focus. Um uh, so we definitely had to go deep in a specific area um and you know learn uh the competitive dynamics, the market drivers, technology changes. So as an equity analyst, I focused on enterprise IT um and learned all about networking, storage, compute, you know, the kind of the picks and shovels of technology, uh not just the application layer that, you know, people tend to interact with. Um The other similarity um is just that the change in market trends and the impact that has on the companies that we focus on. So when I started equity research in 2014, um it was a really interesting time when many enterprises were just starting to move their production workloads into the cloud. Uh so I found that I was really drawn to the pace of change that happened within the industry. Um even, you know, with big companies like Cisco and HP and NetApp um that were already very established um so this was all of uh you know an amazing learning experience for me um i will say that i eventually started feeling like um something was missing you know the work you do as an equity analyst doesn't directly influence the companies themselves so i still remember uh you know when we wrote this big thought piece on apple moving to a subscription business model um there was an element of acquiring ESPN and making it a bundle offering it was super interesting um but it was kind of an academic exercise um very outside in and so that's a big reason why i left goldman um and joined the strategic finance job at square um there you know at the time square was still primarily a point of sale company but it was expanding into all of these different areas uh like small business services um like square capital and payroll um it was also very early on the consumer app side with cash app um and so from a scale perspective there was a lot of process there that was broken or non-existent that needed to be implemented um so i actually loved that experience when i went to business school it was with the intention of getting back into tech um but looking to try something new also in the interim and it turns out VC is one of those 
few career paths where having both a financial and an operational background is super helpful. Um, so I spent my summer interning at ForgePoint and just really loved how VC brought together, you know, the analytical side of research with the pace and the impact of startups. Um, and so I rejoined full time after B school. That's great. And just following up on that, I guess, why ForgePoint? Um, how does the firm differentiate itself in the cybersecurity and infrastructure software space? And how has the experience been for you? Yeah, so at ForgePoint, we invest in companies that protect digital infrastructure. Um, it's a foundation I think that most of us take for granted on a day-to-day -day basis, but it's actually a really hard problem to solve. Um, and so it's really rewarding to work with entrepreneurs that are tackling this problem. Uh, security is also a market where most of the innovation still happens on the startup side, simply because, you know, it's difficult for big companies to invest in everything that could possibly become an issue, a security issue. Um, but they will acquire companies once the problem becomes big enough. Um, so it's a challenging market to dive into for sure. It's super technical, um, but I like that aspect of it. Uh, there's just, you know, endless amounts to learn. <laughs> As for the second part of your question um, on differentiation, uh, it's really centered around uh, the firm's network. So I know that might sound like a cliche in VC, um, but in a market like security, there tends to be a lot on the line. And so sales cycles you know, and customer dynamics are very long and complex. We have an advisory council of <laughs> executives and operators that are either customers or can help open doors to customers. So these are people that really help support our companies at critical junctures, um, you know, starting from the incubation or seed stage all the way through exit. And so I think it's really unique for one fund to be able to provide this level of support over the duration of a company's life cycle. Are there any trends um, and or themes that you're really excited about with an innovation? Yeah, um, it's been a really interesting couple of years. So security funding has gone up significantly. You know, last year, there was over 25 billion that went into cybersecurity companies, um, up from 11 billion in 2020. So part of that, you know, massive investment is because the sector has become a lot more horizontal. And what I mean by that is security used to be very siloed. You know, it was a separate box that sat alongside everything else. And even our first fund in 2015 was largely focused on uh, companies in very defined categories like identity or network or endpoint. Um, but what we're seeing now and what I'm most excited about personally is seeing this field expand across multiple sectors. Um, so I personally spend a lot of time scoping our what we call convergence areas. So that includes infrastructure software, FinTech, developer and data tools, that list goes on. Um, these are companies that may not traditionally be thought of as security, but where you know things like resiliency and reliability and transparency matter a lot. Just as an example, um, you know, last year I sourced an investment in a Kubernetes operations company called Rafe. So this is a company that helps enterprises that don't have hundreds of engineers or IT professionals take advantage of the benefits of Kubernetes, which is an open source container orchestration technology. That's that's really interesting. Changing gear a little bit, 
what are your views and experiences with gender dynamics in investing? Is this something that influences your decisions as an investor? Yeah, so having worked at a large bank, a tech company, and a VC, it's pretty clear that VC has a lot of room to improve. Um, I think female representation has gotten better, you know, at the associate and VP levels, but there are still relatively few check writers. And so that should absolutely be a focus of everyone in the industry. Um, all that being said, I will also say that even VC can make security look good when it comes to female representation. Um, there are, you know, definitely offsets to these dynamics. So one that I found really helped me is, you know, finding these professional friendships. So this is a job where I feel like I actually have two teams. One is my ForgePoint family and the other is my peer group. Um, so one of the ideas I had a few months ago was to start a group called the Cyber Mavens, which is an all-female um group of investors uh, focused on cybersecurity. So we meet every few weeks to trade insights and intros. Um, and it's kind of a safe space um, for us to learn and grow in the industry. That's amazing. And I, I just realized when you summarize basically um, banking, tech, and then VC, these are all industries that have really changed in terms of diversity in the last um, decade or so. But like you said, the changes in VC for, for many reasons is just happening at a, a slower pace and it's happening more at, you know, um, like the bottom of the pyramid versus at the top of the pyramid. But hopefully that transition is, is going to change also. And we're going to have more women investors, not just joining venture capital, but also, you know, raising up the ladder and, and being check writers. Um, so just to wrap up the conversation, Connie, and kind of in the same um, vein, um, what advice do you have for aspiring female investors? Yeah, so there are two pieces of advice that I've been given that I you know, thought were really um, helpful and that I'm personally working on. So one is to just find you know, a mentor or career sponsor, sponsor to turn to when you have questions. Um, you know, being a junior investor at a VC fund is a lot like being in sales, honestly, it's very entrepreneurial. You manage your own pipeline and you work to influence deals, um, but it can be hard to get the guidance you need to move up the ladder. So, you know, I found it helpful to start with people where, you know, there are already some work commonalities. Like for instance, people who, you know, are share a portfolio company um, with your firm so that you have a starting point of where to, what to talk about. Um, it also doesn't need to be the same person all the time. Um, I think it's helpful to just, you know, find people who want you to be successful and invest in authentic relationships with them as you can. The second thing I'll say is uh, just to reinforce vocalizing your opinion. Um, it's better to have an opinion than not to have one, even if you're wrong. That's what I found. Um, many vi male VCs will frankly bullshit their points, um, even when women have much more experience. Um, I think part of that is guys do a better job of playing to their strengths, while women spend you know, more time than guys uh, working on balancing out weaknesses. So you know, if there's a particular area you wanna work on, you should do so. Uh, but realize that you don't have to be, you know, everything to everyone uh, and develop a thick enough skin to be wrong some of the time. 
at the end of the day, the majority of startups do fail. So you do have to develop some resilience as an investor, um, obviously with the combination of being able to source great deals and that will help you succeed. That's some really good advice. And you reminded of, um, we had Mar um, Hershenson from Pear uh, on one of the episodes and she talked a lot about um, Twitter, like the VC space on Twitter and how there is a very good distinction between men and women in terms of men just being more at ease with self-promotion and just like putting out ideas, opinions constantly, like regular, regularly. And just some women might find that unnatural. And so there is this, like you said, there is this like unbalance and, um, but it, I think it's super interesting and you can, you can still see it. Um, Connie, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. It's been a pleasure to talk to you. Yeah, thank you for having me.